Pistol formation, now power pistol. And he fakes the screen left. He's hit in the pocket, and down goes Jackson at oh. midfield. Stefan Tuitt greeted him unceremoniously. You know, Stefan's having a great year. Um, you know, he came in with the right mindset. Um, you know, not only um, in good physical condition, but, you know, the, his mental aspect. I thought he grew a lot. Um, understand that that the plays were going to come to him. You know, he was always around the quarterback and always um, about to make the plays, but now he's seeing him finish plays, and I'm happy for him. You know, but he's got to continue to do it. You know, we understand he's a great talent for our defense, and um, I think TJ, myself, Bud all benefit from um, him being out there, and it's only going to make our team better. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Everybody benefits from Stefan Tuitt because uh, he pushes the pocket. Cam pushes the pocket. Tyson Alualu pushes the pocket. And uh, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree uh, get the edge because there's nowhere for the quarterback to step up in the pocket. And let us celebrate Stefan Tuitt, AFC yeah. Defensive Player of the Week. And we come into the locker room this morning singing his praises, celebrating because the young man cracked the Player of the Week designation for right. the first time in his career. Right. Uh, you look at it, he had two sacks, eight solo tackles, one assist, three tackles for loss against the Dirty Birds from Baltimore. Right. He was a force to be reckoned with, and we celebrate Stefan Tuitt. And, and, you know, he uh, uh, abused... Uh, uh, both guards that both checked guards, in there, Tyree but, Phillips Tyree and Phillips Pat McCarry. And Pat McCarry. And he's got and, six sacks on the year. Yeah. I mean, his all-time high is six and a half, and in seven games, he's got six already. Right, 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 right. You right? know, yeah, it's going to... I think he's going to uh, make the Pro Bowl. He should be. Well, I, I don't. I I don't know if there's going to be a Pro Bowl this there's year. Not, actually, it's been canceled. Right. But I'm sure that there'll be some voting for it. That sort of thing. But six tackles for loss, six sacks, seventeen quarterback hits right. or hurries. Yeah. You know that's a lot of finish a, it. Yeah. 
Finish it. He's, you know, but that's what he's doing now over what he had been doing previously. It's like Cam talked about. He's around the quarterback a lot. It's right. not that he's not getting around there, but he's finishing more now oh, than he ever he, has. He's dominant. He's a, he's playing dominant. You know, uh, one of the things I love about uh, Stefan Tuit, he uses his hands well. He uh, gets the uh, he shoots the hands and gets the bull rush. He and also then, got and the then, swim. And then he gets the swim. Yeah, and he uses the swim. Well, because you know how it is. As an offensive lineman, now you got to set heavy. you got to make him come down the middle of you. So you set heavy on the guy. Yeah. You take on the bull rush, and you're battling, and all of a sudden he gives you that push-pull and swim. Right, and, yeah. you know, you're on your face. That's a very tough thing to do. Unless you get the punch, disengage, and stop him in his tracks, which is very hard to do. Um, he is one of those guys that – here's the other thing that he does so very well, too. I love when he gets in a three technique, crosses the face of the guard. Right, right. And he ends up on an inside ram. Yeah. And he is he's an excellent penetrator. He's got so much quickness. Yeah. So much burst in his first and second steps. And so much power. Absolutely. When he gets that uppercut, what say you when he puts that uppercut under the the Makari or the Phillips's uh, arm? Well, you know, it's he, a quick turnstile ride to the quarterback right, is what right, it that's is. That's right. You got to punch him in the uh kidneys. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're we used to do. You're such a dirty player, Chaluch. Uh, you're such a dirty well, player. Well, we used to we used to punch the kidneys. Who did? Uh, uh, say, no, oh, let's. I did. I could never. You, you did punch the kidneys. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes. Oh, uh, you know, you're 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 you're, you're going by uh, as. Uh, uh, I'm a I'm a Christian, <laughs> and I don't I don't. I would th- never do that. I would not stoop to your level. <laughs> so well, we you hung know, out together. You know, <laughs> you know the you said you said that uh, um, you were hanging out with me because I was uh, I, I was a little you, you edgy. lowered you lowered my. You lowered my edge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heavens, good heavens. Lord have mercy upon yeah, us. Yeah. 40 years of friendship has yeah, really done all of yeah, that yeah. number. <laughs> and uh, what, what are your, the, one of the elders at your church said, uh, uh, are you still playing on Sundays? <laughs> Can you imagine? And then he said, um, uh, and he said uh, to your mom. No, that's my a, uncle, a, a, Uncle Donnie. A, Boy. A, Esther, Esther. He's got tattoos. No, that's my aunt Joy. Yeah, that, that, your your yeah. sons have marked themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom says, "Well, they're not stealing from anybody. They're not robbing anybody. Yeah, yeah. And you know." Uh, but that was Uncle Donnie. Boy, you still playing on that Sunday? <laughs> well, I can see me going to Chuck and Chuck. I, uh, yeah. I really can't play on Sundays. So yeah, yeah, could yeah. I, could you postpone the game till Monday, or, or can I just play the Monday and yeah, Thursday night yeah, games? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that they, wasn't going to yeah, work. Yeah, the 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 people in your church were legalistic. Oh, a, a little bit. You know, yeah. the Brethren Assembly just had a little bit like that, but great people nonetheless. Yeah, they, they, they were great people. Yeah, so you them. look at this, and we go back to uh, Steph to it. What I'm excited about and this is uh something that uh, you know it's this is a knock on wood moment you know which uh, would be my skull but uh, we got to keep him healthy you yeah. know one of the things that i love is the fact that um you know butsy is really doing a good job of cycling the guys through trying carl, to- carl dunbar carl dunbar and and butsy too they yeah, were talking about you know, that carl dunbar likes to sh- uh, right. like to rotate players right right and defensively speaking i would think that um you know Overall, he sent me a text. 
Who's that? Carl, Carl? Dunbar. Oh, yeah. cool. He's yeah. a great guy. He said he was praying for him. Oh, what a, he's a beautiful human yeah. being, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I played is. with him. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. You, you can tell the others. <laughs> uh, the fact is, um, just just with Stefan, I think keeping him fresh, keeping him uh, you know, able to take some plays off, uh, you know, series off, I think that goes a long way yeah. towards the healthiness of a player today. You right. know, it seems to be something that uh, is needed, and you just roll with it. You know, what I mean, yeah. as long as as long as he's able to keep that edge and and be able to come back in the game on a regular rotation and play with the type he, of fire he's he playing keeps with. that edge. Oh, he does. He does. You know, he is a he can be a dominant dominant player. Right. Right. You know, I think sometimes you you miss him in the shadow of Cam Hayward. Right. And the uh, T.J. Watt, and then you know Bud Dupree came on, and and we've talked long about Stefan and what he can contribute. Right. But sometimes you just tend to overlook him because he's had injury problems. And Javon Hargrave took a lot of reps there too. Right. Well Stefan was, you know, nicked up and that. And now he just seems to be that coming of age player that we've looked at for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And and Tyson Alu Alu, uh he's uh got the MCL sprain and uh I wonder why they reported ankle and MCL. I yeah. mean, it went back and forth. I don't, I don't get it. So, regardless, he's got a right. Oh, le- I don't even know what you like. He's got damage to his lower leg. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You know, from the knee down somewhere. Right. Yeah. So, but without Tyson, um, you know, you, you've got Isaiah Bugs has got an opportunity to step up now and contribute. But Tyson, uh, he's not Tyson. Tyson. He's not Tyson. No, he's Tyson's not Tyson. a dominant player. No, he's not Tyson. Yeah. But Stefan is Stefan, and of course, one of the things that uh, I love so much about it now is that he's beginning to shine in a way that I don't know. I we anticipated this, over anticipated because you know I remember when he first came in, and I remember he was working with John Mitchell, and I remember John Mitchell saying, "Well, he's got to learn to run to the ball all the time," and uh, and he is really. Uh, from that point on, I remember just watching him him, him develop the work habits. I think uh, at Notre Dame, you know, it wasn't as big a deal. Yeah. Uh, but he is uh, he has really come on, and now he is really manifesting all the things that we thought Stefan was capable of. So we celebrate Stefan. Congratulations, bud. You know, we wanted to make a bigger deal of it the other day. Didn't have the opportunity, but uh, you know, we can, anybody can call in four one two nine one nine one three one six, and you can celebrate Stefan to it. Yeah, and uh, you know, jump in and say congratulations because that's a big breakthrough. We're gonna celebrate Tyson Alu Alu and celebrate uh, uh, Cam Hayward, but uh, those two uh, are questionable for well, this week. I think Cam, they're pretty optimistic about Cam. Right. I think Tyson, they're they're pretty much saying he's going to be shelved. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, uh, it's that old, uh, you know, we'll keep the light on for you or whatever it is. I think Cam has that much better opportunity. If it's a quad. It's a I quad. I've had a quad contusion. and uh, Oh, yeah. You know, if you get a little DMSO and put that on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do DMSO sure, anymore. I don't think so. That was the stinkiest stuff. She, you know what? Um, the chief uh, got us French DMSO with cortisone. Oh, that was Colby. No, but the chief gave it, gave it to well, Colby. I, I remember what. Okay. Yeah. Regardless. The chief gave it to Colby. Okay. All I remember was I got it from because, Colby. Uh, because, Did you use it? Yeah. I Because the I chief, chief uh, you, you know, the chief 
bathed his horses in DMSO. That's okay. yeah, right. You know, French DMSO with cortisone. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but it regardless, but you stunk. Oh, I you know. Were, it, was, were, it makes your breath so bad. Yeah, and it makes your armpits bad. <laughs> I don't know. I was not who. <laughs> How'd he come back with that? It makes your what? Yeah. What? Who, whose armpits were you smelling? <laughs> my my own. You know you, you know, know. You know they got deodorant. You know, you know there's things they call deodorant. But, but you know, but the, the deodorant didn't work on DMSO. I gotta tell you something. You stunk. I remember the breath. Yeah. I don't remember the armpit stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you just totally you just caught me blindside on that one. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we, we we used to uh, use the DMSO. Oh, that stuff. It was it was great. Took a lot of the pain away. Yeah, Took a lot of swelling down. Right, 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 um, right. But it was also like some detergent solvent or something. And you know, you stunk. I know it just yeah. stunk up the whole room. You know, people come in and it smelled like there was garlic, garlic breath. Garlic. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, yeah. That was bad. But regardless. Uh, with Stefan to it playing the way that he is. And uh, I'm interested to see if Isaiah Bugs is capable of taking that next step. Do you think there's DMSO today? <laughs> there is, yeah. Yeah, do you, do you think so? Oh, I know there is. What? I don't know that the guys use it, but you can order it in health magazines. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, we got to get Cam DMSO. <laughs> We'll, go to, we'll take him down to the racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you just load him up a little? Just just wash him down with it? Yeah. Um, the thing about it is I hated how it would itch. If you didn't dilute it at all, then yeah. it would make your skin itch. I hated that. Right, right. That was just, it was very uncomfortable there. Yeah. Unless and, you put it on his deodorant, that would yeah. be even worse. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is um, if you, if you, uh, Defensively speaking, I want to get back to uh, Isaiah Bugs. And Isaiah Bugs has got a little bit of an ankle thing. Yeah. And we're going to find out today how he's doing. Um, that's unfortunate that he uh, doinked his ankle a little bit, but they're going to need him. I mean, you've got yeah. Isaiah Bugs, you've got Henry Mondo, the long flow of the Mondo, the, you know, the long hair guy. Charles Davis. Yes. Uh, no, no, Carlos Davis. Carlos Davis. Yes. He, he could be impossible. I'm sure that the, he'll get a helmet, especially if, um, you know, uh, if well, Cam, if Cam can't go, yeah, I, I hate to say that because I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, but uh, you know what, Dallas Sunday night might not be a bad time either for him to back off a little. Well, you know what, uh, we need uh, uh, Cam Hayward, we need Stefan Tuit, and we need Tyson Alolu because they have a good running game. They do have a good running game. They have not used as much as just watching Ezekiel. Oh, he looks good, but yeah. I, I, I like that Tony Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. Man, he looked good. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if he's any relations to Frank Pollard. <laughs> I wonder. Frankie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. He's, he played with us. Oh, he by the way, uh, tomorrow is uh, one of our legend guys. We got the Robin Cole checking in the locker room right. tomorrow, of course, the yeah. big G, Bruce Gradkowski. And then later on today, uh, Jerry – Dulac. Yeah, Jerry Dulac said yeah, today. Yeah, ten forty. I was just trying to remember what day it is. <laughs> yeah, and you were you 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 were trying to remember Jerry Dulac. Oh yeah. Well, I was the trying cool to remember breeze. what day it was and the who. cool breeze. Yeah, I was like, going, was Jerry in today? Is this Thursday? Is this exactly? So you know, it's getting harder and harder to keep things in line here, but that's yeah. the way it is. We ready to go to break? 
Yeah, well, let's take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You are in the locker room, and we're going to be back. And he's got DMSO breath, yeah, I'm telling you. No, I don't got DMSO. Well, you know, if, if I found DMSO, I would use it. I'll All bring right, it to we're, you. We're going to take a break. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, we're back. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What kind of inspirational tune is that? That That was nothing. That was my favorite song in the 60s. Do the Freddy. How old were you in the 60s, by the way? Uh, Like 10? 8? 7? Yeah. 6? Good heavens, man. But that, that's a funny song. Oh, that's, that's a funny song. That's yeah. just, you know, it grabs me just, boy, it makes me get ready for a game. You and Ray Penny. Yeah. Your your playlist before a game, Mellow Yellow by yeah, Donovan. Mellow yeah, Yellow. <laughs> you and you. You got the Freddy going on. Dude, the Freddy. Oh, oh, my goodness. All right. Welcome uh, back, everybody. Yeah. It's Chalooch and me over here going at it, talking about. First of all, we started off by celebrating right, Stefan right, to it yeah. and his AFC Defensive Player of the Week, which is very cool. Yeah. I mean, the first time, and he is, what, the third guy to get Player of the Week honors because we had uh, T.J. Watt, we had uh, Cam Hayward, and then uh, who on offense got it? There was a Chase Claypool got it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Zooks, man, that's that's pretty good stuff. Right. You know, I mean, only seven weeks into the season, and you got three Steelers already capturing uh, some of those the goodies there. So, you know, last week uh, there was a catalyst of a lot of negativity. Uh, you know, you're grown collectively and individually, but, uh, uh, you know, you gave up the, uh, the rushing yards. Oh, you're talking about the defense? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Read that again. Yeah. Start it all over again, what you say? You know, uh, a catalyst of a lot of negativity. <laughs> That comes right out of the Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> the catalyst of negativity. Yeah. Now that's see, that's just you hanging around with me and you're I'm you're I'm rubbing off on you and my big word is that sometimes doesn't yeah, I'm sitting there going, that sounds more like me talking. <laughs> catalyst of negativity. And then you would be busting my chops for pulling out catalyst of negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we have to uh, uh, shore up some things. Absolutely. Uh, this week in Dallas. Well, part of the problem has been second and third and longs have been somewhat problematic. Right. Yeah. Um, but they are always attributable, uh, basically, to the fact that um, you got to button down your your uh, details. Yeah. You know, you got to dot your eyes and cross your t's, and it always comes down to performance. You know, you, either you do it or you don't. You know, I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. You're out there, you cross the white line, you're on that field. Yeah. And unless there's some, 
in the rare instances where you get out X and O'd, yeah. um, it's about player production yeah. and being able to do it or not. Right. You know, it's that simple. And I think uh, for the Steelers, there was a lot of problems, at least periodically throughout the game, where uh, the mesh point on the on the options were yeah. creating problems. And whether the inside linebackers, the outside linebackers, the defensive line to that side, you know, playing the cutback, all those things were just discombobulated there. Yeah, and, you know, when Colby, uh, you know, talked about uh, the Wednesday meeting, our Tuesday night meeting, uh, when they put in the game plan, right? Uh, he used to say, uh, and he was a defensive line coach yeah, at yeah, that point he, in time. A, We're talking about John Colby. Yes. And he, he used to say, he who has the chalk last wins. Yes. And, uh, you know, so uh, we you, you, you used to go, you know, uh, Colby would go, well, what if they do this? And so then uh, 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 Chuck used to go, well, what if they do this? Right. And, you know, and, and he who had the chalk last, last got wins. to win. Yeah. And it was always Chuck, basically, yeah, yeah. no matter what you did. But the fact is, when you have um, issues with your rules for the pitch, I mean, that's the one thing about the option that makes it so dangerous. Yeah. You, first of all, you got to have a quarterback that can run it. Right. Not only can he run it, but he can throw it. And not only can he run it and throw it, but he's durable enough. And that's yeah. one of the things Lamar Jackson is. What? Well, we don't have a, a, a quarterback that can run the uh, option no. this week. No. Uh, no. <laughs> we They barely have a quarterback. Yeah. They're on to their – Dianucci? Uh, he's no, not going to start. He's not going to start. you got Cooper Rush and you got – Gilbert, Gilbert Garrett or Garrett Gilbert? Gilbert. 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 I don't know what you Garrett just... Gilbert. <laughs> it's one of the two, wow. you know. But I was listening to and one of the stories coming out of out of uh, Dallas was uh, one of the wide receivers was saying, "Yeah, we got uh, Coop, Cooper uh, Cooper Rush." And he couldn't. He didn't even know the whole name of the guy yet. But he was he served actually as the backup to uh, Dak Prescott from two, uh, 2017 to twenty nineteen. Right. So he's got familiarity with the system. Uh, I think the the young but there's a, new, there, there's a new system in well, Mike I, McCarthy, right? Right. Yeah. There's no question. It's but, the West Coast offense, exactly. But the fact is, he's got experience over Danucci as far as just being in the NFL, right? But Danucci's thrown more passes in the NFL than either Cooper Rush or Gilbert Garrett or Garrett Gilbert, whatever the heck his name is. Uh, the fact is, um, I think that you're going to be you got a defense that could feast this weekend. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to shut off the run. But these guys, get, they're bleeding runs. Yeah. I mean, they're absolutely bleeding the run. They're giving up over 170 yards a game rushing. Yeah, and they got a great wide receiver in C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is an impressive dude. He's you know? fast. I think, he, I think he's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, uh, you look at Amari Cooper. Amari um, Cooper. Amari Cooper is pretty physical. I mean, for a wide receiver. Yeah. They use him like a little bit like uh, they used to use Heinz Ward blocking. Right. Um, he, he wasn't good at blocking those hinds. Yeah. But uh, that offensive line isn't bad. That Terrence Steele at the right tackle, he's a rookie, um, but he's, you know, I mean, I haven't seen much film on him to uh, make a, a, a real judgment. But he, He's not that good. He comes off the ball. But, they, you know, they, they have two rookies. Uh, right. Tyler uh, Biadash is the center. Uh, center. Right, and the he's right a tackle. Rook, and uh, Terrence Steele. Uh, and... Uh, well, they got learning to do. They're yeah, like any other rookie, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But at least uh, in in the what I've seen thus far of Steele, he's willing to go after it. He's just not all that great while right. he's going after it, you know. And of course, you got Zach Martin. He's very good, right? 
He is very good, the right guard. So there's going to be, you know, you got an opportunity to go into Dallas, um, the Big D. It's interesting because the House of Jerry or the uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry World, World or uh, the Dark Star or uh, what do they call it, Jerry Dome. You got all these nicknames for AT&T Stadium. When, when we were uh, uh, playing in uh, Dallas, yeah. you kept looking behind his ears. <laughs> You remember that? Right. All right. Because first of all, Owen Wilson was on the field when the Steelers played the Packers in right. Super Bowl Super 10, and he, and right? he was playing slow motion football. So we were out there and we're doing a, a hit for Steelers TV. So you, I see Jerry walking out with his crew of people. You know, yeah. he's always got a crew of people around him. So when I saw him after you, you know, you, you finished the, the thing. And so I started walking behind because I really want to see, you know, you get behind him and see if, you know, his ears touching the back. Yeah. He's had a lot of facelifts. Yeah. And he told me to stop. <laughs> he goes, stop. You're making an idiot out of yeah, yourself. Yeah. I'm like walking behind him. Like, let me see. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Yeah. So regardless, um, the fact of the matter is coming up uh, Sunday is going to be an opportunity, I think, for the Steelers. And I'm hoping – uh, for James Conner and uh, Benny Snell, uh, Anthony McFarland, yeah, an opportunity to run the ball, run right. the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Yeah, uh, I I know that you can still you can you can pass on these guys as well, but I know a lot of people are saying, well, is this is Ben's first four hundred yard game? Ben don't care about stats right now. Right, this is about getting the W, and he, I think the first he cares way you get about the winning. Win. Yes, I think the first thing you do is you got to go out there and establish the run and be able to. Uh, pound it down their throats because uh, this team here, and you remember how we used to play the Cowboys. Right. You know, if you go back and take a look at the the long string of, of uh, Steelers, Cowboys, I mean, remember Raleigh's very beginning? Right. And we talked about the Steelers or the Cowboys assistant coach. He says, Buffon hairdos, they, they coach computers. <laughs> remember, computers hadn't made their way in right, the NFL right, very right, much right. Yeah. back then. And, you know, we used to have mimeographed. You know, uh, playbook sheets, yeah, right. Scouting reports, but the 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 Cowboys uh, had all these um, computer readouts and everything like that. And they bouffant haircuts. Yes, they had these. Uh, you know, and, and of course the Steelers assistant coaches had all the, uh, you know, like the, the who was the guy from Mayberry RFD, Floyd. Yeah, Floyd's barber. Yeah. You know, shop. You know, uh, a buck fifty for a haircut, yeah. whatever it was. Uh, it was funny because the disdain that used to exist between the Steelers and the Cowboys organization was all about. And I, you know, I was reading about Joe Green, um, kind of uh, reminiscing about it, was the fact that the the Cowboys went self proclaimed America's team. Yeah, and I remember uh, the chief or. or DMR said uh, we only wanted to be Pittsburgh's team. Right. Yeah. That the you know the uh, NFL films. Uh, talked to Mr. Rooney, DMR, and he said, we want the Steelers to be America's team. And he goes, uh, we're not America's team. We're Pittsburgh's team. team. And, and I think- so they, they, they made Dallas America's team. Right. And I think that the most significant thing is uh, the Cowboys never understood that uh, being, a, being America's team was not as good as being Pittsburgh's team. Right. And that was all the difference in the world. You know, so – um, you know, looking at this overall, as we get ready to ramp up here, I'm excited for this game Sunday because Dallas, though their record is poor, um, you look at it and you go, it's a chance to jump on Dallas. Right. Anytime you can jump on yeah. Dallas, it's a good thing. 
That's a good thing. It is. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, from the very get-go, when we played, I remember, what, how many preseason games did we play in Dallas at we, the end of? Every, every year. I think it was every year. Every year. Chuck always liked to finish off in Dallas in August, and it's a hot game. Okay. It was just, you know, it was kind of almost like the ending touch to hot. another hot, hard training camp. Right. Except for 82 when... They they just flew in from Thousand Oaks, their training camp there, yeah. where they had a nice, humid, free, breezy training camp, and we came from an absolute scorcher of a training camp in right. Latrobe, where the humidity factor, for whatever reason, was brutal, and we beat them so bad in the fourth quarter with that how seventy, eighty yard drive yeah. to to win the game. And I remember that game most of all because it was so hot. It was during a drought in Texas. And right. And um, even at night down there, it was over 90 degrees in a night game. Right. And I remember in the fourth quarter coming to the line of scrimmage and everybody's basically exhausted. Right. And we were in our two-point and Randy White, Harvey Martin, Too Tall Jones, John Dutton or Larry Cole, I don't remember which one was at, at, at that point. They were all on their knees until Bradshaw got under center, and then they raised up yeah. and then would snap the ball and go. But they were exhausted. We were tired, but we could we could hang together. Yeah, we, we because we were – Conditioned uh, to it. Conditioned to right. the, the humidity, and they were not. No, exactly. They were in uh, – uh, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks, California, and it's cool and, uh, and breezy and, and breezy. no humidity. And, and got they, palm trees. And, and they, they, they were on the ocean. <laughs> and they, uh, who knows, they were having pina coladas for all we know. Yeah. But the fact was they flew in like the week of the game, which was a was it a Thursday night game? Or I don't know. I can't remember what. Monday night game. I'm sorry. Monday night game in, well, in 82. Regular and they, season Yeah. Game. And they, they had flown in, and uh, they had just had a couple weeks, and they just didn't acclimate, and they weren't yeah. in the type of condition we were in. And we hammered them, and oh, we uh, hammered them. Ernie Stoudner was go, going crazy on it. He, I he remember said, that. Ernie Stoudner played for the Steelers. He's a legend. And he was uh, a Hall of Famer. and right. he. He was the defensive line coach of the Dallas Cowboys, right. and he was going crazy. I will never forget. We crashed over on the sidelines or rolled over, and when I stood up, I was almost face-to-face -face with him. He was screaming at uh, either Harvey Martin or or was it too tall? No, it was – yeah, it was, it was Harvey. Harvey or it could – I don't know. It was one of those guys. Yeah. So he's screaming at him, and uh, – and I remember, you know, it's funny how you have these flash memories. I remember the veins standing on his neck yeah. when he was screaming so hard at him. So, anyhow, uh, Cowboys coming up this weekend. We're ready to go. We're going to go to break now. Yeah. Take us away, Chalooch. Uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to be back with Jerry Dulac uh, from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room.
in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So when we're playing George Benson, it can only mean one thing. The cool breeze. Jerry Dulac from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and the Steelers Radio Network. And uh, uh, Jerry is sponsored by Frank B. Fuhrer Wholesale. Proud distributor of Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL, and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, so, uh, uh, welcome uh, to the locker room, Jerry. How you doing, bro? Well, Tunch, um, I am well. Um, I can't complain. And uh, just waiting to see if the Steelers can set an all-time mark for fastest start ever in their franchise history on Sunday. Always, never behind, always on time, Jerry Dulac. <laughs> that was great. You came right down to the wire today, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I only missed one call, and I went to pick it up, and it was, uh, and it, you guys were already gone. So not that a, was, as I, a, <laughs> I chastised Jacob for not calling me back fast enough. All, all I can say is you are always on time. That's yeah, just the way it is with go. the cool breeze. Okay. Yeah, 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 cool breeze. All right, Jerry, you look at, at the what's coming up this weekend, um, I gotta think that that Keith Butler is kind of you got to be salivating a little bit to get after the Dallas Cowboys this week. I would think. I would think so too, Wolf. Um, you know, to me, they come out very one dimensional. I know they have a couple good receivers, but they have two quarterbacks who have never started an NFL game. Geez, this sound familiar? Yeah, and yep, and. Um, and they don't score points, at least they haven't, since uh, uh, Dak Prescott was, was injured. And um, they give up a lot of points, too. So, um, I, yeah, I, I think it's a very easy game plan. Stop Ezekiel Elephant, uh, Elliott and make them throw the football. Uh, stop and, Ezekiel and right Elephant. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. You're on your A game, brother. All right, so you, <laughs> you know, you think historically. You look over. The, I was just talking about with Tunch when we first got to Pittsburgh. The Cowboys were really disdained by the Steelers. Um, there was a lot of uh, angst. You know, even the coaching staffs, as we were talking about, Raleigh Dotch, our line coach, would always when whenever you brought up the Cowboys, he would just sneer. You know, and he would say they coach computers and they have bouffant haircuts. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and I think that was always the case. And of course, fellas, that goes back, you know, that goes back and predates you. It goes back to uh, the mm. 70s and those two Super Bowls. It goes back to that America's team stuff. And hey, I mean, I think you guys know the story. Dan Rooney was approached yeah. about uh, by NFL Films about being called America's team. And, you know, he, does, he doesn't want that kind of attention. Right. You know, you know, the Steelers, they're all about humility. Yeah, and, and so he said no. So they anointed the Cowboys America's team, and you know America's team lost twice to the Steelers in the Super Bowl, and uh, you know it's the whole image down there. You know, Big D, everything's bigger and better in Texas. Right. You know, it goes it goes down to uh, you know the splashy uh, cowgirl cheerleaders, everything about it, and so they're the complete opposite in nature and in DNA, the two franchises. And so, yeah, there was that disdain. It it wasn't jealousy. It was just kind of, uh, okay, the, the Cowboys aren't our cup of tea. Yeah. Maybe the Packers are. Maybe the Bears are. Maybe the Giants are. You know, old-time franchises. 
but not not Amer- that America's team stuff. And I, I think that's that's what it was rooted in, of course. Colby Colby said uh, at the uh, first Super Bowl, uh, what they played against the Dallas Cowboys, you see you see the uh, um, Dallas Cowboy fans with uh, designer shirts, designer jeans, cowboy boots, uh, big buckles, and, and big buckles. You see the Steelers <laughs> with hard hats and uh, jerseys, and he said uh, he said to me, he said, you know. Uh, it, if the the fans were playing a game, Steelers would have killed the fans. <laughs> well, yeah, they had you know they they had hoodies and parkas and steel toed uh, steel toed uh, meal boots on, and so yeah, right. yeah, it was it was a complete opposite look, and that that's what it was, and that that Dallas to this day is still that under under Jerry Jones, but you know that that animosity, disdain is the word you use. That's saved for the Ravens now. Yes, although they still refer to them as the Dallas Cryboys. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. Tunch and I both remember Lambert singing one time in an early form of karaoke back in the early 80s, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys, cowboys. or cryboys, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but, right, you know, right, he would right. croon that. Actually, you know what? He wasn't bad at it either. Yeah, he was a good he, singer. He had a good sing. He, he, a sang, good he sang that at uh, Montana's uh, in Seattle. And down in, uh, where we're in California, Thousand Oaks. Yeah, Thousand and Oaks, yeah. yeah. Well, you know that Lambert had a lot of talents. <laughs> I didn't know. That. I didn't know that singing was one of them. But uh, yeah, I wonder if he sings. I wonder if he sings in the park now. Yeah, yeah. I that I or don't the, know. Or in the forest, or wherever he hides up. <laughs> so I got. I got to ask you, Jerry. Is this starting to look like the Steelers of last year? What are the Cowboys of this year? I mean, in kind of way. Except, well, go ahead. Yeah, Wolf, and I, and I think what what some of this points up of what's happening around the league. You look, you look at the Cowboys, two and six. Uh, you look at the Eagles, ravaged by in, uh, injuries. Uh, they're almost as bad, two five and one, or two four and one, or whatever they are, lead the division. You look at the Forty ers ravaged by injuries, defending NFC champs, dominated the Packers in the title game. Uh, they're four and four. Um, and you go go back, and, and none of those teams had injuries any more significant or as significant as the Steelers did last year when they lost Ben Roethlisberger, when they lost Stephon Tewitt for the season, when they lost James Conner for six games, when they lost Juju for four games. And yet somehow, some way, with two quarterbacks who had never started an NFL game, uh, won eight of ten games after that 0-3 start after Ben was injured. And I mean, it really was incredible, and for whatever critics that are out there who who are uninformed, of course, about Mike Tomlin, what he did last year is only highlighted even more this year when you see what goes on around the league with teams who have injuries and so far, you know, basically unable to cope with them. And, and right. what Mike Tomlin was able to do, and Mike McCarthy talked about it yesterday. Mm. You know, he was he was unemployed last year. He said he had a lot of time to sit around and watch games. Of course, the Steelers are his are his uh, childhood uh, favorite. Yeah, that's you know he's from Greenfield, and he so he, he gets Aiello's pizza when when yes, he's the, over Minio. Yeah, over he Minio. he he gets Aiello's pizza. I'm an Aiello's guy too, although my all time favorite is Vincent's. Yeah. Um, so, but but he even talked about that, how they continued to fight, and how Mike Tomlin wouldn't let them be any other way, 
And, and that's what he's trying to, um, you know, convey to his team. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't say, okay, we, don't, don't give them an excuse to lose. Oh, we don't have Dak Prescott, and we don't have this guy, and we don't have that guy. You know, oh, well, you, you make do with what you have. And, and I think Mike Tomlin's lesson is, is, is being recognized even more, certainly by Mike McCarthy, and should be by everybody else in the league who's suffering uh, with injuries and thinks their season is going is over. Well, Mike Tomlin never thought his season was over. Did he think it would be a struggle? Yeah. <laughs> Did he think he'd have to rely on his defense more? Yeah. But he never, you never heard him think that use that as an excuse because then you're giving the players an excuse to lose. And right. He would never do that. Yeah, never. yeah. And you know, it, uh, Mike McCarthy uh, is uh, you know is a hard nosed guy. He's from Pittsburgh. Uh, I think he's from Shenley. No, no, Greenfield. Greenfield, Greenfield. Yeah. Greenfield. The he's Green... a Greenfield guy. Yeah, yeah the but Greenfield. You were, you were in a ballpark, Tony. You were close. <laughs> the, the Greenfield Glide. I, 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 right. I emceed that uh, several times uh, with Mike Bradley. Uh, the Greenfield Glide, and uh, so he is a tough guy. And uh... are you? Let me ask you. Are you, Jerry? Were you surprised that he pulled Danucci? You know, the kid, the kid went out there. He completed twenty three of forty two, two nineteen, no TDs. But you know, a lot yeah, of people said he I looked overwhelmed. But he he did look overwhelmed, uh, Wolf. And I don't know how much of the game you saw, or if you just saw film. No. I ended up watching a lot of the game and didn't watch much of it. Uh, no, you know, in Baltimore, and that and he did. He looked overwhelmed, and yeah. I think. And you, when you hear Mike McCarthy talk about the speed of the game. That just means, you know, he's not up to the speed of the game. Mm. That's something that he has to learn. And so now when you get a defense like the Steelers, hey, the Eagles got to have a pretty good front as well, as you guys know. Um, but you talk about that Steeler defense. And, um, you know, they've scored 22 points in the three games without Dak. So and, and when they signed Andy Dalton, look, Andy Dalton to me is the, is the best backup quarterback oh, yeah. you can have in the NFL. But he got, he got that cheap shot from John Bostick. Then he gets the COVID, so he can't play. Um, but they just they they struggle to score points and they give up a ton of them and that's that's not a good recipe in this league right now at you, any point. You know, I look at this and I and I say, you know, as you were comparing and talking about Mike McCarthy. By the way, your article was great, just talking about uh, Mike McCarthy and last year and the Steelers. You know, you look at and think about what Devlin Hodges did. You know, I I know there's a lot of uh, critical people of him, but when you talk about a guy like Danucci comes in right. and they say you know, he couldn't handle the speed of the game, you know, uh, hey, congrats to Duck, man. He hung in there and, and and did things that a lot of people didn't didn't think he was capable of doing. Yeah, Duck was more on the order of, of Ben Danucci, you know, relative to the, the schools and level of competition. Mason Rudolph, of course, played at a high level of, of uh, college football competition. Uh, but in, in both cases, you know, two guys who had never started a game. And then now you go to Duck and you go, oh, boy. Uh, but that didn't stop them. And, yeah. you know, and they, they won games with Duck. I think they won three with him. Yeah. Um, and, and, but, but it never looked like uh, the speed of the game bothered him. You know, it, looks like nothing, it looks like nothing bothers Duck, as we well know, which yeah. is why he's aptly named, because the, the pressure and stress rolls off his back like like water off a duck. <laughs> off so, a duck's yeah. butt, as um, Mike Webster used to say all the time. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, and, that was, and that was never the case with Duck, and that was one of the things that they became infatuated with, and I'm glad they kept him on this team. 
even though he's on the practice squad. I mean, right. he deserves it. And, right. and if he's the guy you have to call on for some reason, if you get down that far, then you know what? You have a guy who started, what, five games, six games? That's not too bad. And they, they at least know what they have uh, uh, with him if, if it comes to that. No doubt about it. All right, uh, uh, Jerry, thanks for joining us. Uh, we Appreciate gotta, you, we got to go to break. Uh, Jerry Dulac, the cool breeze, uh, and from uh, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and the Steelers Radio Network. It, 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 Appreciate you coming on, Jerry. Great insight, Jerry. Oh. All right, boys, I'll see you down at practice. All Sounds right. good. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this. You know, the day destroys a night. Night divides a day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side, yeah. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. And that was uh, Mike Tomlin talking about Avery Williamson. And uh, last week uh, versus the uh, Baltimore Ravens, they played Alex Highsmith outside of Bud uh, Dupree. And so they had three outside linebackers there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that worked. And uh, uh, it, it, was, it was very uh, good uh, adjustment. Well, you're looking to get a third tackler out on the yeah, field. Yeah. I mean, a, a run-and-hit guy. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it's all about. And the and, fact was, Alex Highsmith did very well. And to this, to this day, I can't understand what Lamar Jackson was looking at when he threw that ball out to the flats there and uh Alex Highsmith was I was right. with Chuck Batch yesterday yeah. doing a thing and I was asking Charlie I says Charlie what do you think Lamar was looking at how do you not see Highsmith in front of the receiver on the out on that flat what did he, he say he said you know it's just one of those things you know you you just think that he's he's you can get the ball in there and you can't you know and that's just an over an estimation estimation of your skills right you know and um it worked against him, thankfully, yeah. that time. And it was interesting because Alex had said earlier, you know, I didn't drop the first time as deep as I needed to drop. Well, the second time I got the drop. Right. And, I, and Chuck was saying. He buzzed that, the flat. Right. And he was anticipating the fact that Highsmith would not get as deep in his drop right. as he did. So, you know, it worked to the Steelers' advantage. Uh, again, 265 is, I mean, that's ridiculous. But that's the option. You know, you've got a week off, that being the Ravens. They had a week off right. where they're working, you know, doing the option stuff and everything like that. Well, the Steelers are in a slugging match in Tennessee, right? And then you turn around, you got another physical, hard-hitting game uh, when you should have had a week off and you could have spent a week preparing for the option. Yes. You know, because you got the dive option, you got the read option, you got the straight option, you got all these options. And yeah, right? and the pitch option. Yeah. And that's the straight option, I'm, yeah. at least in my terminology. So the fact is, I'm talking, you know, when you, you're sitting here thinking, if you had a week to prepare, it's a lot different, actually, two weeks to prepare, right. than if, uh, you know, you're just loading up after a, a, a physical game. Yeah. So regardless, I think. Uh, 
The Steelers are the, – the one thing that they're doing is they're finding themselves in that position where Chuck used to talk about the fact everybody's getting better. And, and when you get that winning begets winning thing, right. it's hard to lose. Yeah, yeah. It becomes and, hard to lose. And then they're, they're making the adjustments at halftime – that they need to be making, no yeah, doubt yeah, about it. Said that that, uh, and the next man up has been the next man up, right? Right. And sometimes it takes them a little while to get going, yeah. But the next man up has been the next man up. So, hey, we got a feel good story. I got to give it to you. Yeah. Okay. New York Giants defensive back Logan Ryan. Okay, Logan comes out, and after the Monday night game, his wife Ashley he goes back. She's pregnant, and goes back to Florida. They have a house in Florida, so. Uh, they go there, uh, he sends her down there and gets a call like around 1 a.m. from his wife Ashley, and she's ex- got extreme stomach pain, right? Right. So he calls the trainers, and the, Justin Marr, I think, is the guy's name for, uh, yes, for the Giants, the Giants trainer, right? So Ashley just wants, that's being Logan Ryan's wife, wants to uh, just sleep it off, you know, and this and that. And so uh, after Logan calls the trainer and tells Justin, says, hey, this is the symptoms, he goes, get to the emergency room. They get there, and here you've got one of those, okay, let's see if I can pronounce the word correctly, okay, because it's like ectopic pregnancy where the egg ends up in the wrong place, could have burst, could have been massive bleeding, but she goes to the emergency room, and the doctors are able to avert a major medical crisis. Yeah, what when – Team was Logan Ryan playing for the Giants. Giants, yeah, yeah, yeah he, Giants. He he went from the Tennessee Titans to the Giants. I don't know about that. And All I know is he he's went in from the Giants. New England to Tennessee to the Giants. Six degrees from Tunchoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point that uh, I, I I find just fascinating is the fact that uh, he's sitting there, and I was just remembered talking to the trainer sometimes back in our day. You yeah. know, you talk to Ralphie and Fran yeah. and the rest of the, the trainers, and they, you know, and you had a, one of the kids be sick. You say, I oh, don't worry about it. Do this, this, and that. And then it just reminded me that, uh, you know, it's a family thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's nice to hear that Logan Ryan, uh, that uh, he was able by the trainer, you know, jumping in and saying, no, get to the emergency right. room. He was able to avert a major medical disaster with his wife being in Florida. Is He's up in New York. Calvin Beecham. Uh, texted me a picture of uh, Buddy, um, uh, the, the strength coach, Buddy. Buddy Ryan? Buddy, but, no, Buddy. Oh. But, uh, uh, from Pitt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you, we're going to have to figure it out yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, what about him? Yeah. They, Buddy's they, a strength coach there. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. The other thing we wanted to talk about was the fact that also, A.B. has landed in Tampa Bay. Right. He's wearing a TB12 hat. Yeah. And uh, now he's um, now he's uh, a full Tom Brady fan. Yeah. And uh, He's well, living with Tom Brady. Yeah, he is. I, I find that very interesting. Um, you know, I, I wonder if uh, B.A., Bruce Arians, um, who last year said that uh, A.B. was too much of a diva for right. him to bother with, but they've reconciled their differences, and, and A.B. has come out and said, look, I, I, I'm not different. I'm a better man. Yeah. I'm, you know, so good for him. I hope that he has turned the corner. I hope he's turned his life around, and I hope that things uh, go better for him. And, yeah. And, you know, life is too short not to be, uh, you know, forgiving for things, and, and hopefully he can um, do uh, something good with the rest of his career. Yeah. So we'll, we shall see. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. 
Hey, guys. See y'all. Still in Chicago. How the heck you two old fogies doing this morning? As fogies do, we are doing. Hey, uh, uh, Tutch, I'm really uh, uh, glad you're back, man. I know you had some, some challenges yeah. going to see the doctors and stuff. And uh, yeah. Hey, brother, we're all, we're all praying for you, man. Thanks, we, yes. Uh, we really Thanks, appreciate the. Thanks, yeah, we really appreciate uh, you know the, the you know your dedication regardless of what's going on, and uh, plus you got your lifeline there with you, so <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, but uh, you you've got to do something with this young man and and his um you know his Wednesdays, man. He's not he's not where he's supposed to be at on Wednesdays. He he keeps slipping. Who are you but, talking uh, about? I'm talking about you and your way in. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, I was close. I was close. Buddy yeah. Morris. Okay. Okay. Hey, hand grenades and, and, and uh, horseshoes. Right. Hand grenades and horseshoes and everything else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, hey, guys, I just want to um, – you know, take the time out to just uh, thank you for, for allowing me to, you know, to be a part of this program. I really, really enjoy it. I want to say uh, a shout-out to our Inside the Locker Room Dirty Dozen. Uh, plus, you know, uh, appreciate all the guys that when they call in. You know, we, we all give each other a holl-out. Like, like Juan, he, he's a good guy, man. I also want to um, I want to give a shout-out and a thanks to um, our boy yesterday, uh, Billy from, from uh, Indianapolis. And I want to thank him for his corrective uh, criticism uh, about, you know, what I'd be saying on here. But the, the purpose of this whole thing is just to get more people involved with the, with the show. I mean, you might be out there in the airport or someplace, because I've met a lot of people, and and, uh, and they didn't know what was going on. And when I talked to them, and they download the iHeartRadio uh, on their app, and then the uh, the, the the Nation radio, and uh, the most time people don't what number to call. So I always tell them, hey, call 412-919-1316. That's the whole purpose of this thing, man. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, fun. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for allowing me to be here. Uh, I was going to talk about the, the Steelers and, 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 and the game against against the Cowboys. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, Wolf, as far as uh, the, uh, the running game. Uh, these guys, I'm looking at the, some statistics here, and the, the Cowboys are in uh, 32nd. In three different categories, right? Points allowed per game at thirty-three point three. Yeah. Uh, takeaway differential minus eleven, and then the last one is a uh, defensive rushing yard, uh, one hundred seventy. So, which is thirty seconds. So, I think that supports your comment on running the ball. And we yeah. got so many people running the ball. Uh, how would you figure the the coaches should allow the the running backs to to work it? Well, you what know, we're, we're, I, I think we're going to run the ball uh, very effectively and um, and then play action pass. Uh, and, you know, if uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys stop the run, but I, I don't imagine they're going to stop the run, uh, you, we're going to throw the ball. If they stop the run, we should be ashamed of ourselves. They yeah. haven't stopped the run against anybody. Yeah. Basically, you know, I mean, so hopefully, and this would be a great game. I'd love to see, you know, James go over the century mark and uh, Benny Snell and and Anthony McFarlane. Who knows? Maybe it's like one of those games we just came off of where we get a couple hundred yards rushing. It would be nice to have a nice buck 50, buck 75, 200 yards rushing, something like that. And, uh, Get get after it, you know. I mean, this is a a, a primo opportunity for the running game to uh, take front and center. You you think this would be a good time to use the, the two back offense, like you know, like back in the day when he used to have like a fullback and a 
a halfback or tailback in the in the in the in the game. They're not so going to ever go to different. split backs they're like not we gonna, had. They're not going to no. go to split but backs. But regular people, yeah, you can use them. I yeah. think Derek Watt is up. Yeah, Derek Watt uh, will be the fullback, and uh, not the long flow of Henry yeah, Mondo. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at uh, I, was, I was looking at a pass. I mean, a, a touchdown run the other day, and they put in uh, number. I think it's number ninety one. Uh, yeah, ninety one. He was in the backfield. He came out. And he made his block, and uh, he was so excited. Do you know what his number is? Ninety-one. No, no, that, that's that, Stephon Tuitt. That, that that's Stephon Tuitt in no. Henry Mondo. He was ninety something or other. All yeah, you, he, he, you know, I mean, just look for the long hair. Yeah, you know, all yeah, right. Yeah, long hair. So exactly, okay, guys. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a back out. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, 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 Wolf, we love you, man. Hey, man, I'm trying to hang under three bills. But you know what? We're trying to get Chalucci here over two, I, I, and he I, fell short. I, I, I fell. I, I weighed myself last night 200 pounds. That doesn't work. That's Wednesday morning. All right? You got to nail it on weigh-in Wednesday. You can't come in later and go, hey, I made it over. <laughs> Every time you try to fatten them up, you eat all the food. You get a chance to eat it. <laughs> That's true. I got to bring extra for them. Yeah. All right. Thank you, CR. Okay, thank you, CR. In the meantime, and the COVID-19 between times, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Very good. Well, yeah. good that he checked in. But, yeah, so you got to weigh in at the weigh-in time. Right. You can't come back with one of this. You know, uh, but you know, the morning, uh, I, 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 well, eat I might breakfast. Like, yeah, I might, I'm much lighter. Well, eat breakfast because Karen, it's your job to load him down sausages and eggs yeah, and bacon yeah, and everything. I, I, I had uh, a chicken. Uh, sausage, uh, two chicken sausages. Forget chicken sausage. Get the sausage. Get the good stuff. Well, that that's the good stuff. And <laughs> chicken I sausage eggs. ain't that. Now, yeah. come on. Let's yeah. go. Eggs Benedict. Yeah. Remember how we used to eat that all the time before Monday night football? Yeah. You know, we'd come down and we'd have a whole bunch of that, get that Bernays sauce and all the good stuff. That was good stuff. That yeah. was good eating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. All yeah. right. We got to go to break. We're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. state that we're in and us doing the things that we need to do to produce victory in spite of the challenges that attrition in the game of football oftentimes presents teams. And so that's a challenge for us this week. The nameless gray faces that we play are less important. We better make sure that, you know, we're fortifying our depths and doing the things that we need to do in terms of the guys that have to rise up, that they play at an acceptable level 
that we can produce a winning performance. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Mike Tomlin is really deep. You know, he he answers uh, the questions with depth. And, uh, you know, we gotta, uh, we got to uh, rise to the occasion. Well, you know, one of the, the, the key things, and, and I love this, uh, Labs wrote about this and asked and answered, you know, the, on Steelers.com. He talks about the strength of the pack is the pack. Right. And that's a, a Tomlinism that is very much becoming vogue this year, but it's been around for a while. And, uh, you know, for Mike to talk about, you know, you you got, you, got, you need depth. You need people yeah. from the bottom up that, that step up and take on a job when, you know, you, you get a little lean in some areas and you get the Isaiah Bugs, you get the Henry Mondos that, right. that got to rise up and play a position where they haven't had many snaps. Right. And you've got to play at an acceptable level. And that's the whole problem. Look, you got stuff on to it. You got Cam Hayward. These two guys are great. Yeah. And you all of a sudden you're Henry Mondo and they say, Hey, put that lid on, go out there. Yeah. And we expect the same productivity. There's a lot there for you to unpack as a player. Yeah. And Isaiah Bugs, it's the same thing. And one of the things Isaiah talked about was uh, uh, I, I read a, a quote of his. He says, When he didn't get a helmet for the Titans game, you know, it was like, Whoa. You know, and that really put a fire under him. He said you'd hate to think that you right. need that sort of fire to get you fired up. But yeah. literally, he said, not getting a helmet for that game got him all honked off. Well, now's the time to to use that honked off. See, you know, I don't, I don't get uh, uh, getting not getting a helmet. I think everybody well, on would be the nice, team, wouldn't it? I, I think everybody on the team should be uh, suit up. But let me ask you this: Yeah, if you're uh, Mike Tomlin, and you want to send a message to a young man that your play has not, or your practice has not been above the line, what do you do? You, you don't give him a helmet. Right. Then you don't give him a helmet. And that's exactly what happened. All right. And that's why I think it's a good thing every now and then for you to you know have to take a little sit down. Uh, if your play has not been to the level that is anticipated or expected of you, uh, then a young man comes along and, yeah, you sit down. Yeah. You know, and then you prove and you get your chance. And Isaiah came on and made three huge plays in the second right, half right. of that Baltimore game. Yeah. Good for him. I hope he continues. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's go to the phone. Circus George in Sarasota. Circus George, welcome to the locker room. Hello. Good morning, gents. It's Good morning. Weeks. How you doing, brother? Hey, can you Yes. You're cutting out a little. better than I was last week. I was still suffering some back pain. Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah. we got you now. Hello? Hello, we got you. You there? so I said I'm feeling better than I did last week. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Continue. Hello, Wolf? Hello, we're talking to you. We're talking to you. Okay, we lost you. Sorry. Circus George, you got to call back, man. We lost the connection there. All right, let's go to Nick in Dayton, Ohio. Nick, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, guys. It's actually Rick from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, Rick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rick. Tunch hey, was not, talking about your problem. your your twin brother, Nick, yeah. okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, he's not with me today. Um, hey, listen, first, first I wanted to uh, just say I, I this is my second call this year, and I wasn't able to talk to Tunch. Tunch, uh, it's good to hear your voice this morning. I wanted you to know that my wife 
has you in her prayer chain, and oh, we're uh, we're praying and and rooting for you. Oh, thank uh, you. Friend. Tell her, tell her, thank you, and uh, thank you, Rick, and uh, God bless you. Love you guys. Uh, thank you for your prayers. And then, and then after hearing Wolf sway in on Wednesday, I'm going to ask her to include him. So that the <laughs> can give him some strength. That's the way to come in here, swinging, baby. I like it. Good job. <laughs> to resist those chocolate chip cookies and those giant sandwiches we talked about earlier this week. But, you know the, the the what undid me, brother, was my wife made this uh, uh, cheese uh, hamburger casserole of pickles. It was unbelievable. Cheeseburger. A cheese, oh, yeah, cheeseburger casserole. Oh, was that good? Oh, no. We lost, did we lost him, too? Yeah. Wow. Wow. We're we, just dropping we're, phones we're left dropping, and right. We're dropping phones. Okay, we got anybody left? Uh, Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, can you hang on? Are you there, Juan? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah, we got gremlins in the phone lines today, man. People are going down left and right. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing good. How are good, you, brother Wally? Doing great, doing great. Shout out to my guys, the Baker's Dirty Dozen crew. All right. And um, the answer, CR Chris, and he is number 99. He, he's winning Kizo Oil number, um, Henry Mondo. Oh, is that it? 99? Yeah, nine, nine, okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he got Kizo Oil number, so yeah. So we used to call Kiesel the the beard. So now we got to call Mondo the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the guy be flying down through with all that air. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, I'm listening to the game. I have to agree with you guys. I think we should just pound the ball against Dallas. Because like you said, this defense are horrible. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking James need to just be need to be the game that James go off about a buck fifty on these guys. What you guys think about this? I like that. I'm I'm in favor of being able to curl the fist up and yeah, have at it this yeah, weekend. It's a physical game. It would be a great time to work yeah. on the run game, get after it. But again, it's all about what they present to us yeah. and how do you win the game because the right. bottom line is to win the game. Yeah, the, uh, one of the things they do is they play a 4-4 defense, uh, and that's eight, man, that's eight men in the box. It's, and it's hard to run against Right, that. right. Yeah, and also I, w- I want to see Mc. I think McFarland might have a couple of good runs because last week when he um against Baltimore when he um he stumbled he could have had a pretty good good um, gain on that yardage but he stumbled. What you guys think about that? Right. Yeah. He he uh, he sh- uh, he faked himself out and he he was running <laughs> too fast for his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The guy is too fast for himself, so yeah, I think I think he might get a couple of couple of carries, and he might be able to break a long one this week too. Right. Well, it'd be nice to have a nice short game down in the Big D. You yeah. Know? Run that ball, and uh, if you if you can get a buck seventy five, two hundred rushing, that would just be great. And I'd love to see him be yeah. able to do that. Yeah, and we um, we need to we need to beat these cowgirls because I was at the game four years ago when, <laughs> right. when they came to Pittsburgh, so we all are from that one. So yeah, we need we need to go ahead and beat them, and that they see they see they continue to be miserable because a lot of people had these guys very high this year. No doubt about it, but you know, again, you see the effect of losing a franchise quarterback, right? You know, and they're what down to the 
third, and then they're losing uh, losing your backup quarterback, right? And uh, Andy Dalton was the best backup quarterback oh, in the easy. NFL. Yeah, no doubt about it. Very yeah. reminiscent of last year for the Steelers. Yeah, I agree. Because I I was I was hoping that he would play so he could he could have bring back some memories when he was up in Cincinnati with this defense here. <laughs> I was waiting for this guy to play. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind though going down to Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert or Gilbert Garrett, whatever his name is. Yeah. I'm still I got to figure that one out. But we'll get that down before Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. All right, guys, I'll let you guys go. I'll give you a call tomorrow to give you some predictions. Right, I like guys. that. You've been on. hot in the prediction, Juan, yeah, so come strong. Come strong, Juan. God bless you, Tim. I will. Take care. God bless you. Love you guys. All, All right, right, brother. Take All care. All right, let's go. Uh, we got Rick back, uh, Dayton, Ohio. Rick, uh, Rick, were you a Dayton Flyer? Absolutely. My my son just graduated from there with a degree in engineering, so we're we're very happy that he went to school nine miles from our house. Right. But, yeah. Wow. We play we played Dayton a uh, couple a uh, couple years at Indiana State. Well, you know you know the University of Dayton is the answer to the trivia question on what college has the most NFL head coaches with Super Bowl wins. Right. Uh, really. John Gruden, uh, Chuck Knoll. That's right. Yeah. Five. So, Whoa. yeah, we're very proud of that here. Even in Bengals country, we're very proud of that. Here, so. <laughs> yeah. Even in Bengals so country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm surrounded. Trust me. Actually, my three kids. I'm. I've got an Ohio State grad, so we got a lot of Buckeyes on the Steelers roster. And okay. A Miami grad, so we know who I'm talking about there. And, and right. D, so that's great. Beautiful. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to. I wanted to mention somebody on the Steelers who I think doesn't clearly doesn't get enough credit, and and that's Kevin Colbert. Yeah. Um, I. I uh, one of the things I've learned about since I've been listening to you guys for several years is about the practice squad. I I wasn't that aware of it before listening to the locker room in the locker room, and I I was trying to think about all the guys that are on the fifty three roster right now who've been on the practice squad before. And I think Robert Spillane was. I think Mike Hilton yes. was. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Lane, maybe. Um, I don't know about Filer, Chooks, and Banner. but I think Filer was on it at that. one time, I believe. Yeah, Matt Filer was on it. Yeah. And I think that's and, – and, of course, I know LJ Ford is with the Ravens now, but uh, he was certainly on there for a while. And uh, I, I think it's uh, – uh, given – the the roster that we have, how how strong our front seven is on defense. I think uh, I realize that Kevin Colbert doesn't make all the personnel decisions, but given that uh, people are quick to jump on him for uh, you know some bad draft choices or people that didn't work out, I think he's done a fabulous job uh, of uh, giving us the best personnel that we can and finding diamonds in the rough and uh again i i, I want to applaud applaud his effort I, I think if we ever were stupid enough to let him go he'd be hired in about 35 seconds yeah yeah but probably you know, 30 we're, we're not gonna let him go no we're I not can't. gonna let yeah. him go he may retire yeah uh but uh you know, he is I, and i will tell you he is a fabulous man when you talk right. to him you talk to his wife and the kids i mean great guy great man with a great family and he is—he's truly a Pittsburgh type guy. Yeah, you know, just you love him. He's just fabulous. Yeah. 
So uh, I hope he keeps. I, I, I know there's been some talk about him retiring the last couple of years. I hope he'll hang in here, hang in there for a couple more years. Maybe groom a successor. Um, but uh, I, I'm I'm glad that he's I'm glad that he's with on our side. So. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's grooming B Hunt. Could be the yeah, next Brandon the next Hunt. great yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, hey guys, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, all of us really appreciate it, especially those that are outside the Berg. And you guys have a great afternoon. All right, all appreciate right. you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Get day- Dayton Flyer Rick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be me from now on. All Sounds right. good. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's fabulous. You know, yeah. one, one of the beautiful things about it that I love about this is uh, interacting with Steelers Nation yeah. and getting a chance to talk to the folks and um, just, you know, kibitzing back and forth. And it's uh, great to hear guys check in from all over the country. I mean, we get them from Guam. We get them, you know, Adam from Guam. We get them, you know, from Chicago and from We get them from the Florida, Honolulu, yeah. uh, California. I love it. Yeah. I really love it. And it's the folks that uh, you guys are absolutely fabulous and are so grateful and thankful and uh, appreciate you so very much. All right. So we got to go to break and then uh, we'll be back with more uh, calls. With more calls because we got more calls, right? Right, right. And if right. you don't have no calls, then you wouldn't be back with right, right, right. more calls. We're going we're gonna to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker Thank room, you. and we'll be back after this. <laughs> Sunday comes, it's just we're playing ball. And so we might be drained during the week and, and whatnot. So this is kind of one of those weeks where you have to really mentally focus in and, and, and the preparation in terms of meeting time and things like that. Because when Sunday comes, you know, you can be as tired as you want during the week. You got you to dial it in and be ready to go. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So that was Ben talking about uh, focusing on the uh, upcoming opponent. And uh, that was Rare Earth. uh, Celebrate. uh, I just want to celebrate another day of living. And I'm going to do that. Uh, And, uh, you know, I, I love Rare Earth. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I, I did yeah. enjoy that jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's better than uh, Freddie. Freddie, <laughs> do the Freddie. Freddie. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Circus George in Sarasota. George, what's happening, buddy? Hello, George. Can you hear me this time? Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah, hear we you. gotcha. 
I used a different phone. So, okay. anyways, uh, sorry it's been a couple weeks since I was able to call, but you know, work is work, and sometimes a supervisor doesn't want to see me on a phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate when that happens, phone. huh? Yeah, so first of all, who would have thought that we'd be at 7-0 and at the midway point here? Right. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks in the season. I mean, I'm amazed. Even the fondest Steelers fan, if they're honest with themselves, thinks we might have picked up a loss by now. So I'm very proud of the guys and the efforts, and I don't want to hear about luck. I hear fans because I have you know, friends that are Titans fans and family is from Baltimore. I don't want to hear about luck. You make your luck. Right. Yeah. You make your luck because they got lucky that more turnovers didn't happen in Baltimore. Yeah. That should have been a pick. That should have been a pick by Hayden. And anyways, about the Cowboys, little little reminiscing here. That Monday night or an eighty-two strike year, fourth quarter, and the Steelers are down, and all of a sudden one of you unlucky guys gets nails for holding on first down. It's first and twenty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh great, oh great. And on Bradshaw uncorks the arm and throws a nice big long pass down the middle, and it was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing to see Dallas shut up in Dallas, <laughs> and all the commentators saying how the Cowboys have never lost a home opener in their history. Blah 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 blah. Right. And well, then we baptized him with a loss on their opening day. It was a beautiful thing. Talk about America's team getting it right upside the head from the real America's team. There you so, go. Yeah, I mean, I, I I remember you guys playing. Well, especially the, you, Walter. I, you know, yeah. the one thing I'll, I'll say about that is I always go back to the fact that what the Cowboys never realized, and what I said earlier in the, in the show too, was that being America's team was not near as good as being Pittsburgh's right, team. Right, right, right. And the then thing. Keith yeah. Willis blocked a punt and got a sack oh, yeah, in that game. Right. Yeah, didn't Danny White block that punt that ball? Or yeah, neither punter back then. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that. I think it was that's too. Punter. That's way beyond my memory limitations. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, of course. So as far as this game coming up, I think Ben Roethlisberger has an op- opportunity here to atone for a couple of subpar games that he had against the Cowboys. We're on a two-game losing streak against the Cowboys, and that needs to change this Sunday. Yeah. And there needs to be a big old can of whoop, you know what, right. poured out all over the Cowboys in front of their home crowd, if there is anybody there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just um, upset about the fact, you know, that the Cowboys, and I will tell you this, I was kind of a... Not not a not a fan of the Cowboys, but I respected them back in the day when Landry was there and Texran owned them. Sure. They were actually a fairly classy organization. And then when Jerry Jones came in, it imagine Tom Landry finding out from the newspaper that he got fired. Their only coach. Yeah, there was no celebration. There was no nothing. I lost total respect for that team for their ownership, and they can never lose enough games as far as I'm concerned. Never. So, oh, and side note here, my pastor is from Dallas. No kidding. And he's a Cowboys <laughs> fan, so I'm, I'm inviting him over the game. He likes to rub in the fact that, uh, that he went to Super Bowl 30 and watched the Cowboys beat us. And oh, so, oh, my. at least one more to just to tie us in the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, come back and talk to me later. But anyways, uh, I'm planning to have him over, and uh, we'll see whose team comes out ahead. This time. That sounds good. I, Be- I miss you guys. I miss, miss talking to you. And you, you Tunch, I'm praying for you daily. Thank you. I hope things are getting better for you. Love you. I, 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 I'm, I'm, fe- I'm feeling pretty good. You, you know, know he's still got the flat head. Uh, you, you know, know I'm, he's got I'm, the five head, not a four head. I'm but, still, you know. I'm still uh, uh, lifting four days a week. So I'm walking every morning. I'm here to pump hour, you up and I'll pump you uh, up. Hear me I'm, now. Believe me and, later. And I'm jumping on my mini tramp. And so uh, he's staying active, George. We all we got to do is get him out to five guys or something like that. Yeah. Get him, get him burglarized. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't yeah. plug the arteries. Oh no, <laughs> don't worry about it. Not just his his arteries want, are all clean. clean. I want the cheeseburger <laughs> cheeseburger casserole that Faith oh, okay. made. Okay, we got to yeah. make one of them. That yeah. Sounds good. Yes. Hey, hey, hey Wolf, uh, Wolf, hey Tunch. 
Maybe yeah. in the off season, if you're up to it, maybe we can uh, meet somewhere for a hike. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to hike right over to, up to it. Five well, Guys. Well, Wolf, Wolf <laughs> isn't going to hike. I'll hike over to Five well, Guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a webcam for Wolf and he can watch his hike. There you go. <laughs> webcam. <laughs> Beautiful. Enjoy yourselves. All Have right, thanks, time. brother. Thanks, George. Love you, buddy. Appreciate you, bro. All right, let's go to Lawrence in North Carolina. Lawrence, welcome to the locker room. Hello, how you doing, Tons? I'm great, brother. How you doing? I'm doing outstanding. You too, Wolf. I Good deal. Calling. I hadn't called since last year. I just wanted to thank you guys, and I want to thank Coach Tomlin. He doesn't get enough credit. Right. Right. Um, he He's a great coach. He's a great coach, yeah. and he's a great man. Yep. You lose quarterback, you're running back, Juju, everybody's hurt. And I remember something he said a while back. He said something had happened on the Pittsburgh. They were going to play somebody, and he said, they don't care that we got these problems. Nobody cared that we right. got these problems. So I don't care that everybody else got problems. It's a professional football team. I appreciate him and Kevin Colbert, the whole coaching staff. They don't don't get enough credit for all those people that say, "Well, we need to fire him. He's doing eight and eight. He's got. He's never had a losing season. No. Right. So I don't know where they what they're thinking about. So I could, I guarantee you, Cincinnati, Cleveland would love to have an eight and eight season in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you are speaking the truth, my friend. <laughs> so. Praise to him and praise to you guys, and thank you for everything. Thank you for taking my call. All right, uh, Lawrence, thank you so God much, bless man. you. Thank you. Love you, brother. Appreciate you, man. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let's go to Slaughter in New Orleans. Welcome to the locker room, Slaughter. Hey, good morning. Uh, you got me there? Yeah. We got you there. Oh, you sound like a New Orleans guy, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're doing better there. And Wolf. Man, we got the best shrimp sandwiches down. <laughs> oh my goodness! Know that because I couldn't get the call in on it. Oh uh, my! Hey, where did we eat that? Where did we eat that? I time? don't remember. That was a great restaurant. There, there's some great restaurants right. down in New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh yeah. my goodness! <laughs> you just can't describe it. There's so many of them. Oh yeah. Oh, they're gonna let in the. Uh, under the third string, fourth string, on the back and get into it. Uh, I, you know, what you think about that? I, I want, I want to say, you know, I think uh, they use Benny Snell and they use Anthony McFarland, uh, and uh, but the but James Conner is the is He's the, the stud. Bell cow. He's the yep. stud. Okay, okay, and I had one to always try to call in about uh, giving the game ball. I want to give my game ball to the trophy case down there because we're going to go for seven. You're going to go Add for the game ball to the case? Go out for the seven trophies. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, first of all, we got to go eight, no. Yeah. Then we got to follow oh. that up with some more. <laughs> but, yeah. Man, man, I believe we're going all the way. You know what? I, I, we're not going to lose a game. I really do believe we're not going to lose a game. Right, right. You know, that's a possibility. This yeah. team, you know, I was talking to Terrell Edmonds on Tuesday when I, I do a show with him. And I said, do you guys ever, you know, talk about the fact that you could run the table? And he goes, they talk about it all the time. You know, everybody keeps on the down low. Because you don't want to, you know, get out there and get ahead of yourself. You don't want to get out over your skis and crash. But, you know, the thought that, uh, first of all, you're stepping into the possibility of historical significance in Steeler history. It's not to be taken lightly. Right. I mean, you, you've matched the 78-7-0 team, and we're going to have a member of it tomorrow when we have Robin Cole. 
No, 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 no. Seven and zero. Oh. The Steelers were seven and zero oh yeah, in nineteen seventy eight. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, the Dolphins. 72. No, I'm just talking about the fact that they've matched that team. And uh, you know, now you could you could go down in Steelers history with an eight eighth win in a row. So uh, that's something that uh, every one of those guys down there on the south side they would love to be a part of that. Yeah. Every step of the way there. Yes. And touch, I am happy you are doing better. Oh, yeah. thank you so much, yeah. uh, Slaughter. I love you, buddy. Appreciate it. Take you. care. All right. Uh, let's go to Ernesto in Short Beach. No, Long Beach. Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, brother. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Ernesto. Oh, Checking in from the short beach. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to uh, congratulate Stuart on that uh, player of the week right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he was he was hurt uh, last year, and you know we weren't able to see his progression. But you know, I hope we can continue to see these good things from all players on the defense because they're, they're amazing this year. Yeah. No question. And then uh, also, you know, I like how Big Ben also. Uh, you know, he stood up for uh, for Alex Highsmith when he was being asked questions post-game about uh, how does he feel about players that are not supposed to be making plays, making plays, and Dick Ben uh, answered with, uh, who says he's not supposed to be making plays? Right. Everyone's supposed to be making plays on this, uh, on this team. And I want to congratulate Mike Tomlin also. You know, he's had 140 career wins, and... Um, I think he passed, uh, who was it, Tony Dungy? Yeah. On uh, African-American coaches, you know. I mean, I don't really like the, you know, that they, uh, you know, blocked it off to that. And, and No, you know, he's he's one of the oh, he's one of the all-time greats. You don't have to have yeah, any, anything, yeah. uh, you know, ahead of that. But I understand what they're saying. He's coming up on Bill Cowher, though. Yeah, Bill Cowher's at 149, so, and I got a feeling he can get to that this season. No, I, I have no doubts that he can. You know, the thing that I appreciate and that everyone will appreciate when you have a chance to be around Mike uh, Tomlin is number one is you know exactly where you stand with him, uh, and he's, he's a great man. He's he is a, uh, he is a, a Christ follower, and uh, uh, you, you know he uh, he. Uh, thrives on mentoring young men, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, a great guy. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's done an amazing job. You know, his, his whole career has been amazing. Yeah, and uh, you know he deserves everything he's he's had. No yeah. question about it. What else you got, Ernesto? All right, right. Listen, I just want to warn my our next victim, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You well. are next. Yeah. Well, it's like they always say, you can't always be first, but you can be next. Yeah, we're going to be physical with the Ezekiel Elliott. So uh, we got to go, Ernesto. Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate you, big time. God bless you, too. so uh, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna uh, end we're the leaving. show. Yeah, <laughs> we're not taking a break. We're, we're taking gonna, a we're gonna go long to practice. break. We're going yeah. to practice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you so much for Tunch and Wolf. Uh, we see you tomorrow in the locker room.